so bored. I wish I had something to do. <sighs> Thanks for letting me sleep in, kids. If you make a mess in the kitchen, please let me know so I can clean it up. Raising kids is so easy. I just love driving around all day. Oh, I never have to repeat myself. They always listen so carefully. Oh, look. An empty box of cereal. Love it. Just wipe it on your sleeve. It's pretty cold, but you don't need a coat. Oh, you don't have to push in your chair. Don't make your bed. You're just gonna sleep in it again later. I think I'll skip the coffee today. You know, these throw pillows look way better on the floor. I'm really not that busy. Well, you haven't showered in three days, but I think you smell great. We do have food at home, but let's just go out to eat. Just brush your teeth whenever you feel like it. Here, take my phone charger and go put it in your room. Oh, just leave your dirty dishes on the counter. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, let's all pull on our phones. Youth sports are so cheap. Braces are so cheap. School fees are so cheap. Hey, can you come crawl in bed with me around 2 a.m.? Thanks. Okay, I just spent two hours making dinner, but if you don't like it, that's fine. Just let me know and I'll make you something else. Don't even bother looking for that. I'm sure it's lost and gone forever. Can somebody please throw something at my head? I mean, I can keep track of every single one of your things. I get a ton of sleep. I get a ton of gratitude from my children. I get a ton of unsolicited help with the housework. Oh, you don't have to hurry up. We're gonna be right on time. Can someone please throw something at the TV? Thanks for doing the laundry, everyone. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Can you use your outside voice? Ah! Fight, fight, fight! The floor of this vehicle is so clean that I can't believe it. Oh, good. Another trip to the grocery store today. Let's go. Hey, I'm gonna hop in the shower. Does somebody wanna come use the bathroom while I'm in here? I was gonna give you an introduction to that, but you got it. I was with one of our homebound members this week, and she says to me, you know, I always hear the voice of my mother because my sister and I had a bedroom on the second floor. My mom would stand at the bottom of the steps and say, you don't want me to come up there, do you? You know, what voice do you hear your mother this morning? You know, I can hear my mom saying, what do you think we are made out of money? Turn the lights out. It's horrible when that follows you your whole life. Happy Mother's Day. We're going to talk this morning about a great love story. It is the love story of God in Jesus Christ, in the death, resurrection, and life of Jesus, coming to call you his own, coming to save you, coming to know you by name, and promising that he cannot forget you. We cry, Christ is risen. He isn't indeed. Hallelujah. You're not quick this morning. Let's try it one more time. Christ is risen. Yeah, that's our story. That is our story of life in Jesus Christ. And I hope we're sticking to it. My mother was eight years old when the Depression began. My family owned a little four-room hotel and restaurant in a town of 700 farmers called Buckley. And they lost the hotel and restaurant, and the family basically lived on 
what they could grow in a vegetable garden and odd jobs that my grandfather could find. My mother carried that experience with her her whole life. And it got to the point where when she was older and us kids were growing up, she would always carry plastic bags with her in her purse. And we would go out to eat, and anything that was left over, like the jelly packets or the cremora packets, that kind of stuff, she put it all in her plastic bag and took it home. Now, later on, she'd also take the cookies for her grandkids, but I never got in on that. The amazing thing was, she got that stuff home and she never used any of it. She took it all to church and she put it in a box for a homeless shelter so that she was giving that stuff for others. My mom built in my brother, my sister, and myself an incredible sense of caring for other people and looking out for other people because she knew what it was to be scared, to be frightened, to think that I could find myself out on the street with nothing to eat, and she never forgot that story. Last December, I was with a single mother of two who was kind of living on the edge. She'd been trapped in her condo for five months with her two kids doing Zoom schooling while trying to keep up her own job via Zoom. Wouldn't you like it if that word wasn't part of our vocabulary anymore? And she just couldn't take it anymore. You know, What's that song we sing at Christmas? It's the hap happiest time of the year. Yeah. You ever thought about what's happened? Now it's May. What's happened to all of those people that we collected food for, toys for, gift cards for, all those people in the 100 most needy cases, which is really a 1,000 some cases, what's happened to all of them? Is it the happiest time of the year now for them in May, or do they still need to hear the story? Well, back to that lady. Some people gave her a great Christmas gift. They gave her four hours. For four hours a week, they came over and they watched her kids and brought them some stuff so she could go out and do whatever she wanted, be it take a nap, get your hair done, go to the grocery shopping, whatever. And it gave her the space she needed. Her story of love was one of a Jesus Christ who cannot forget us, who takes care of us. Our gospel lesson for today, John 15, I read that and I thought, man, do I have a Mother's Day text here? I mean, who can't preach on love one another as I have loved you and make that sound like Mother's Day? I mean, really, you could all go to brunch after this and feel good. 
Oh, you are? Doug, did you get your invitation? <laughs> oh. Yeah. But you know, the more I read John 15, it's not about Mother's Day. It's about final instructions Jesus is giving his disciples before he gets ready to die. We're only three chapters from the crucifixion. This isn't about that warm, gooey, make-your-toes-tingle kind of love that you read about on TV or maybe you experience some point in your life. This is about God love. And God love, agape love, always expresses itself in action. God so loved the world, it's an action love, a redeeming love, a claiming love, a love that says, you are mine. There's no Mother's Day card here in John 15. This is about God calling you his own and forgiving you. Okay, how many of you use YouTube on your telephone? Almost all of us do at some point, right? You can, you can go there this afternoon if you want and watch the church service again. You ever noticed how all those stories on YouTube, how many of them start? They start the life and sad ending of. I've never known so many people who live such sad and pathetic lives as all these, even Lassie. When I saw the life and sad ending of Lassie, I knew we were at the bottom. But do this. Go look in the New Testament today. How many stories of God's people do you find that begin the life and sad ending? Uh, you know, because we're a people marked what? In Christ Jesus. What does that mean? It means from the first breath to the last that I am a person claimed by Jesus Christ. Do you know, I'm always reminded on Mother's Day of the many years I spent at Lutheran Family and Children's Services and what a hard day this is for mothers who have put babies up for adoption. I mean, they have done the best possible thing for their kids. These kids are getting really great lives, and I commend those courageous mothers, but this is the day that they look back and they think, what if? What might have been? What might my family have been like. And I want to I want to come to something real sensitive now. And that this is an incredibly difficult day for women who have had abortions. And if there's anybody out there in TV land who's listening today or if you know of somebody, this isn't a day of judgment. Matter of fact, it should never be a day of judgment in the church. There is no room for that, how could you, conversation. Rather, this is a day, every day is a day to say Jesus loves you. Jesus wants to bring you healing. Jesus wants to show you what your life can be about. And we hope you know that we, the people of King of Kings, we want you here to be a part of our church, our community.
Lutheran senior services. I wonder how many women are sitting over at Lutheran senior services today by the telephone praying that somebody calls them, that anybody calls them to say, Happy Mother's Day. Maybe they looked in the mailbox yesterday for a card or are praying that somebody would leave them a flower or a box of candy. If we've learned anything out of this pandemic, friends, it's that we don't do well alone, especially that nobody should die alone. Well, as long as I'm doing Lutheran organizations, let's do humanitary too for a minute, because they help a lot of single mothers. Can you imagine living in a car with your kids? No home, you live in a car and you drive from fast food restaurant to fast food restaurant begging for food and money. And that great day, the really good day for you is when your kids look at you and say, Mommy, you get to eat today too. You know, now, I could give you a, a really good Lutheran out on all this and tell you I'm holding a collection this morning, but I'm not going to do that. Okay? Very un-Lutheran thing, not asking for money. But I'm asking you how all of those kind of organizations need to be a part of your story, need to be a part of your life, need to be a part of the way that you express your faith in caring for other people, in making sure that there's a safety net in this world, because God so loved the world. God so loved the world. What does it say in John? Love one another as I have loved you. Well, this is a day we remember the people who brought us popsicles, put Band-Aids on us, helped us grow up, made sure that when we went on our first date, we didn't make an absolute fool of ourselves, engendered faith in us, and loved us no matter what. And that can be all kinds of people. You know, today we remember a lot of grandparents who are raising their grandchildren, parents who have children with incredible learning disabilities who are in there pitching for them. All kinds of different mothers. But here's the punchline of the day. If on Memorial Day, Fourth of July, Labor Day, Groundhog Day, you pick the day, if somebody isn't thanking God for you, for the way you share your faith, for the way you put your love into action, for the way you love one another as I have loved you. Think about it. Think about it. What do you need to be about for someone else? You know, Jesus wasn't real big on Mother's Day. Matter of fact, he didn't buy Mary, at least the Bible doesn't say, a Mother's Day card. If you look at the wedding at Cana, matter of fact, you remember that story? They run out of wine. 
And Mary, his mother, comes to Jesus and says, what are we going to do? And what does he say? He says, woman. Oh, woman, what would you have to... If I had ever said to my five-foot-four mother, woman, I hate to think what would have happened if Jesus cared for his mother. Today, we remember those people who have made all the difference in our lives. And we ask that we can be difference maker in the lives of others. But we also remember the story today. The story of Jesus who made all the difference for us. Who died for us, rose for us. Whose life we bear. And that, friends, is a story worth telling. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, the life everlasting. Amen.